Hi, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Ashley, and I'll be chatting about something. So stay tuned. Hello. Hello there. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, I thought we would just go straight in with the questions, if you don't mind. It sounds perfect. So obviously you've been in California basically your whole life, but you came there when you were young-ish, like a child. Um, I kind of wanted to delve into that area and ask you about your experiences as a kid in America and if you felt like you had to adapt and has, has that experience early on in life made you more adaptable to new environments and do you think that's changed you and how do you think that's shaped you as a person i think i've been i've been blessed that i actually grew up here right i mean i came when i was a child so i didn't really remember india as much i mean that actually so i mean america is like my first home really i mean india is home home but this is like home because i've grown up here so i've never felt like oh my god i gotta try to fit in this and that I've always just fit it in. Yeah, because you were talking. It's actually interesting because you asked Ori, I think, about if she wrote a book, what would it be? Yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. And I thought about it like for a long time as well. Like, I don't know, maybe like when I was 20 or something, I was thinking, if I write a book, <laughs> I would call it Not From Here, Not From There, right? Yeah, that's yeah. a good title. I know, it's brilliant. <laughs> but. <laughs> I was, because every time, like, when you're, like, you live here, you, like, you know, you have Indian parents, and they're, like, first-generation Indian parents coming over here, so they're trying to fit in and trying to make it and, you know, do the best they can for us, their children and whatnot, right? Yeah. So they're trying to instill Indian values, and back in the days where we lived, there was, like, me, my two sisters, and another Indian family that had, like, you know... A brother and a sister in our school so you didn't see many Indian people you didn't hang out with Indian people you know what I mean so yeah. you just hang out with American people doing American things but then you come home and then your parents want you to be Indian and be like oh no you can't do that you can't do this <laughs> really yeah. it's not India you know right and how did you <laughs> juggle that how did you juggle the expectations of like your parents at home and in your family and then also you're totally American you've grown up American that's all you know as a life I think I've been blessed that we got to go back to India many times when I was a kid so Mm -hmm. we spent a lot of summers there for like two three months but that's the other thing so when you before when you came back from America to India it was like wow like you know you're like royalty almost because you know it was uncommon right but since you're an American, going back to India, people don't really think you're Indian. They just like, they kind of treat you like an American. You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's kind of like a weird dynamic. It's not, you're not really there and you're not really here. You know? Yeah, I completely agree. I think it's the same here or people in our generation or people who have had, you know, parents are Indian or grandparents are Indian. You're Indian, but you're also like we're British because I've been born here. That's all I know, right? Um, but when you go there, you're not Indian. You're you're British. So it is a bit of a weird scenario. But I feel like it's fun. You know, I think we get the best of both worlds, and it's quite nice. We we do. We definitely get the best of both worlds. But at the same time, when you're younger and you're a kid, and you're trying to like you know, kind of like, hey, 
where do you fit in at? And like, you don't really fit in anywhere. So you kind of just make up your own little world, isn't it? Yeah. That's true. I guess you're trying to find some sort of identity or find, you know, give some meaning to it. And also when you were younger, I'm guessing there were no Indians on TV in America. And now we, I feel like there is some representation, even though it is very tiny, a tiny amount. Um, did that mean anything to you or did you not really think about it at a deeper level? You're kind of like, oh, it's fine. Whoever's on TV, a, a person is a person. But like, I assume there was no Indian American on TV. Yeah, no, we never worried about that. I mean, we had like movie theaters that would show Indian movies like 40 miles away from the house. So we'd go there every now and again. But then they had a lot of like, what do you remember VHS? I don't know if you remember VHS, but like you. Yeah, 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 dude, I'm not that young. Right. <laughs> oh, I'm that old, isn't it? But yeah. <laughs> you have. Yeah, you said it. And you rent movies and you watch Amitabachi movies all the time. And, you know, you listen to songs. And like I said, yeah. I've, I've been fortunate. I've got to go back many times. And luckily, where I live is a beautiful place. So I enjoy going back. And most of my family is there. So it's just a, it's a beautiful, beautiful energy. Okay, anxiety. I feel like my generation are open, more, well, more open about talking about it, and I try to talk about it a lot. Um, do you get anxious, and do you talk about it with your friends? And how is it amongst men? Do you feel okay to feel anxious, like, or are you do you shut that away? Like, what's the scenario there? Because I feel like I've never asked you that. Hmm. I think I get anxiety. I mean. We all have self-doubt, I think, and things like that. But I don't, I don't get anxiety. And as far as, like, men talking about it, yeah, I mean, men are supposed to be men, right? We're not supposed to have any weaknesses. So we really don't talk about it. But then again, I haven't really have any friends that have those issues. Or maybe they do and they don't share it. But So don't really talk about it. As far as the new generation goes and... The openness of it, I think it's a great thing. I think just the new generation opening up to a lot of things. But I, and I think that's like social media opens things up, right? You have an outlet to talk things about. And this, right. You don't, you know, before you just had your friend or somebody else and they don't know what you're talking about because nobody really knew what this was. It was just kind of like, yeah, just, you know, it's just a kid being a kid or, or it's just a phase or whatever it may be. It wasn't considered an issue. Yeah, and I guess you you have more access to resources. So if you don't want to talk about it to your friends, you can talk about it to some other person online or somebody else has written about it. I guess there's that as well. Like before, there probably wasn't as many resources if you did want to kind of not share it with your immediate friends or family. Exactly, and I, and I think social media is good that way, but I think social media also like creates a lot of anxiety for a lot of people, doesn't it? Because then yeah. you have to fit in or now, I mean, everything is just out there. I mean, people are on Facebook and you feel like, oh, well, somebody's making fun of the way I dress or somebody didn't like this, somebody didn't like that. But it's like, who cares, really? Right? Yeah, who cares? Right. That's how I feel. But I think that in itself creates anxiety because now you look like somebody will post them on Facebook. If they don't get enough likes for something they posted, they might feel like, oh, my God, nobody likes it. Nobody likes me. What's wrong with me? You know yeah. I mean? And I... No, 100%. And that, um, the seeking for external validation 
it's one of the worst things you could do. And I feel like I, so my Instagram has no pictures or posts. Um, and I think that it's not, and I think some people are fine. They don't really care about it. I'm sure it might affect them to some degree, but there are some people who could easily kind of be affected by it and they might keep posting just to get validation from outside. And I think that's the unhealthiest thing because like, why are you trying to get validation from people you don't even like or, you know, people that aren't the same person as you? Um, so that's quite sad. It is. And, and, and I think that's the issue that the new generation deals with more than I had to deal with growing up. I just had my schoolmates and whoever lived around my neighborhood. And that's the only people I worried about. And I didn't even worry about them because they're just like me. So, you know. Yeah, that's true. But now you have social media where you're just posting things and thousands of people or millions of people can just check it out and be like, mm, I didn't like that. Or just make fun of you for no reason. And it's kind of like, why? Yeah, it is a bit sad, isn't yeah. it? But, and again, it's not a young thing either. Because, I mean, you see older people doing it, like 55, 60, and they'll post things and they'll feel like, oh, get all insecure about it. and just. Oh, absolutely. It's like, um, you know, 90 Day Fiance, when all of those, they're, all those people are like in their 50, 40s or 50s, they all seem to be struggling with some form of self-esteem and, you know, I feel like most, the majority of those people have is not issues, but they aren't comfortable in themselves or they aren't really, um, I don't know what the correct or the correct way to say it is, but they are looking for some form of validation from anyone. Do you know what I mean? They're not confident in themselves to believe in themselves, to just be themselves and then attract a partner. They kind of go seeking for anything that gives them attention. Exactly. And, and that's, that's the thing, right? I think a lot of people, have a hard time just being by themselves you know i think a lot yeah. of people go from like from the ex to the next they don't give themselves time to figure out who they are and what they want because they actually they just need somebody next to them no matter what it could be just be the carbon copy of the person that just broke up with you or you broke up with them but it doesn't really matter because again they're afraid of being alone yeah, that's true. Right? Um, people use it as some sort of safety blanket or, you know, just having somebody. But again, like you said, it's not the most ideal scenario to be in because you're never yourself then. You're always part of someone or you're always with somebody who's always going to have an opinion and you don't form your own opinions and it's a whole little cycle, yeah, it isn't is. it? Um, I've got here... What motivates you? And it's quite similar to the other questions I've had, but I think it's a little bit different. Motivation. Hmm. That's a good question. Never really thought about it. I think, again, just life itself. I mean, you wait, if you wake up in the morning, you're blessed, right? Yeah, and I agree with that. But I think there's obviously some people out there that, don't see that you know um and how did you get we always like that you were just like i'm thankful i'm blessed you know for just having you know waking up this morning or did that like did you teach yourself to feel like that and be thankful i think as a kid um i mean you know i never felt like motivation to do anything we used to have like a paper route like around six o'clock in the morning we used to have to go deliver papers and i was like yeah i'm not motivated to wake up at five to fold papers and go walk outside and deliver papers you know so there was like no motivation there 
but as you grow older, I guess it all depends on what you really want in life, right? Like some people, if you have a career, you want to succeed in your career, or you, if you're a lawyer, you want to be a partner. If you're something else, you want to be like the head of that or a CEO or whatever it may be. You know, some people have that motivation. They want to keep going, financial motivation, right? And some people have mm-hmm. different kinds. They, they just want to be, you know, a homemaker. And that's their motivation. It's like, you know, I just want to raise a good family and do the best for my my home. As far as I go, I mean, I live a pretty easygoing life, actually. You know, I'm a, I'm a happy-go-lucky person. <laughs> Parents, yeah. knock on wood, I mean, they're healthy and strong and they're financially secure and all that so it's not like oh we have this burden about taking care of the parents or this and that you know what i mean so yeah i have pretty clear life so i've been lucky enough to have that and i don't need much when it comes to finances because again that's not what really brings me joy right yeah i'm I'm a Mm -hmm. i'm a simple person and it's like like i said I don't mind going out to a club and, you know, you're doing your thing and just having like, you know, the VIP treatment or whatnot. But at the same time, it's like, I'm happy just staying home and having a few drinks, you know? Yeah, there's peace in that for sure. Right. So I I think motivation all depends on what you actually want in your life, right? Like some people with motivation is I just want to travel. So they make enough money to travel and then they travel and then they'll come back and work odd jobs and be able to travel again. That's their motivation. So yeah. I guess each one has to decide, I mean, what is it that they really want in life? And that becomes your motivation, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. Yep. I got you. That's all I got. Yeah. No, no, I like that. That's good. That works. Um Go listen to part two of this conversation with my uncle in the next episode. He shares a few stories which made me laugh, um, but he also shares a story about how to maintain confidence, which I really enjoyed. Um, Go, go, go. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or topics you want me to chat about, please email in at ashythepod, that is A-S-H-I, the pod, at gmail.com. Ciao.